Oh, there they are. Look at that. I was going to start. Like, Where's the... Hi. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. I am not Pastor Jen, but I am the chair, Adam Olivero, the chair of the Affirming Committee at Grace United Church, and welcome you all to our Pi Day service. Um, so the Affirm Committee's kind of taken over the service today, and we've added a few extra decorations to the sanctuary. I hope you enjoy them. And Yeah, um, but I'm looking out here in the audience, and I don't see Pastor Jen, so I'm not sure... If she's here, we'll find out. Um, you know, she's got... Oh, there's Pastor Jen. Wait a second. We're supposed to have the pie after the service. I, mi I missed that memo. I'm really, really sorry. It's really good pie, though. Is it? <laughs> so are you having two slices, then? No. One now, one later. There's this period we have to digest, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm making room. Okay. <laughs> so good. So good. So you're welcome to stay for pie after service, of course, and, and mingle in the CE hall for those that are here. For those that aren't here, you're welcome to have a pie during the service. That's fine, too. And I just heard maybe five minutes ago, we actually have ice cream from Chapman's, too, to have after, too. So... Thank you to the Jensen's for bringing the ice cream as well, and all of my committee and the other people who brought pies today. Thank you. Um, so yeah, welcome everybody to our pie day service. I'll just go over a few announcements that I wanted to go through uh, briefly. So the first announcement is that on March 20th, uh, our committee, the affirming committee, is having a film night on Monday, March 20th at 7 p.m. right here in the sanctuary. So if you're available, we'd love to have you out. Um, we are going to watch a film. I'm, it's kind of a secret because the distributor we have it from won't let me tell you what it is. But I will tell you that it is not child appropriate. It's, uh, you know, maybe 13 and older could come and see it. But you're welcome to come. We'll explore and watch the film and have a discussion about it. So that's on Monday, March 20th at 7 p.m. Uh, and then the other announcement I wanted to bring from the affirming committee is we have decided that on Mar October 1st, sorry, Sunday, October 1st, 2023, we will have a vote for to become an affirming church. So you're going to hear a lot from us this year on the affirming committee. Please ask us questions if you don't know what affirming is. Um, you're welcome to do that today. We'll have pie. We have some pamphlets down there in the CE hall. If you're at home, uh, get a hold of me. Get a hold of Laurel at the church. She can get a hold of me, Adam Olivero. I'm happy to talk with you about anything about the affirming process and what it means to be an affirming church. Uh, so those are my two announcements. So before I go on anymore, did anybody else have any announcements to say this morning? Oh, okay. I'll have to stand aside for my better half. He's just saying that because I baked three pies for this. <laughs> and uh, what flavor did you have? Uh, it was yours. <laughs> That's also a smart answer. <laughs> yours comes later. I saved the best for last. I will take that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hi, everybody. Good morning. Uh, just to let you know, uh, we will be starting booking your appointments for the new directory. Um, the dates are right after Easter, so it's going to be a busy few weeks. Uh, it's April 11th to the 15th. Um, I will be in the CE Hall 
um, so we can start uh, booking you in. It's a, just a 20 to 30 minute time slot, not very long. And if you come and have your photo taken for the directory, you do get a free directory as well, which is fantastic. So a Pastor Jen can put names to faces. We have new folks that can put names to faces. And you know, with the pandemic too, we've had folks returning. And you know, we all look a little different after three years, so we can uh, help to refresh our memories as well. So I will see you in the CE Hall afterwards to get that started. Thank you. Awesome, thank you very much. Uh, any other announcements before we oh. Okay, great. Uh, all right, so we'll move on to the uh, territorial acknowledgement. And just wanna say that we recognize that we are on the traditional territory of the Ottawa, Mississauga, and the Nanashinawake First Nations and the Métis people. We are all part of Treaty 45 and a half. May we continue to work to be in right relations with our Indigenous neighbours and speak up and stand out, or speak out and stand up against systemic racism and colonialism. Um, and then to continue on with our service, we just have also an affirming statement to add to that too today, uh, which is our mission statement at Grace United Church. Grace United Church strives to be a place where we are all people of every race age, culture, and differing ability, economic circumstances, family configurations, ethnic backgrounds, gender, gender identities, and sexual orientation are welcome to seek fellowship and participate in all aspects of the life and work of our ministry. We celebrate the richness of the diverse Christian community called by God to live out the message of love shown by Jesus Christ. We believe that the diversity makes us stronger and better equipped to do God's work in the world. Uh, and at this time, I'll invite up Sue Kruger to continue with our call to worship, Sue. Thank you. I'm just a little bit slow yet. Uh, could you join me with the call to worship, please? Look to your left and look to your right. These are your companions on the journey. In unity, let us pray. A path of success before us, and we look to our eyes Help us walk on this path of justice and peace, this road of celebration and authenticity. Hear the words of our teacher, Jesus. If any one of you wants to follow me, you will have to give of yourself up to God's plan. Take up your cross and do as I do. We are here, ready, God. Please join me with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sue. Uh, and then we'll move on to lighting the Christ candle. And we'll have Catherine Tankel come up to you. Thanks. <coughs>
I've been here since 1988, and that's the first time I've ever lit the Christ candle. As we light the Christ candle this morning, let's take a moment to set an intention for this time together. R&B artist, and I hope I'm saying it right, Zaza, a follower of Islam says, I don't have any control over what actually happens, except for that I have full control over my will for myself, my intention and my being here and why I'm here. An intention, a lot that same as a goal, it is your reason for being here. An attitude or an orientation. Let's take a moment in the warm glow of Christ's light. Think about our reason for being here, about what after we've turning ourselves towards. It might be openness, connection, vulnerability, joy. It doesn't need to be some great sweeping intention. Baby steps are still steps on the road. You can even set of an intention of figuring out what you need today. In just a moment of silence, and then we are going to sing We Are a Rainbow.
living God, it can be hard to walk the path ahead of us. There are potholes and barriers, storms and sweltering heat, even hecklers throwing stones. Standing firm and walking tall can be a scary thing. It's all too easy to hunch our backs, to hide our faces and shuffle our feet. But you gave us one another, companions to wrap arms around weary shoulders, to walk in solidarity with one another. Be assured, friends, that we are not alone, never alone in the family of God. Jesus tells us to come, all who are tired and overwhelmed, and we will find rest and companionship together. For that we say, Amen. And we're going to have the gift of music this morning. Thank you. All right, children, come forth. Thank you. <laughs> 
morning. How cool is it? Good. Hi, bunny. Hi, other bunny. Hi, bear. Hi, doggy. Hello, children as well. <laughs> Should we turn around and ask how they're doing this morning? All right, ready? One, two, three. How are you doing this morning? Ooh, look at lots of thumbs up. Excellent, excellent. And fabulous young people in front of me. How was your week? Yeah? How's, uh, how's this week looking for you? <laughs> oh, we got an up and a down. All right. Now, let's ask them how their week was. Ready? One, two, three. How was your week? Now, wait a minute. Keep looking out there. How are you feeling about this coming week? <laughs> Excellent. So, did you notice anything different in the sanctuary today? Rainbows. Right. Why do we have rainbows? Pi day. Mm-hmm. And, and rainbow day. So we got Pi day, we got rainbow day. Excellent. What is it? But what is like the rainbow? What does that mean? Happiness, yeah, it can mean happiness for sure. Peace, yep. Yes, it can mean gay as well, yep. Thank you for even spelling it. You tested my brain there for a moment. Right, so I want you to just have a quick look over here at this. This is the extended pride flag. So not only do we have the rainbow, and what are the colors of the rainbow in order? Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Marvelous. Now, what about the colors at the top? What are the white, pink, and blue? Does anybody know what part of that flag, what makes up that part of the flag? Should we ask them behind you, see, we'll give them a chance. Anybody behind know what that means, the first three colors of the flag? Really? <laughs> I saw heads. Anyone? Yes, yes. So the, um, the first three, and I apologize if I'm incorrect, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. The first three colors, white, pink, and blue, make up the transgender flag. So it just represents that population within the 2SLGBTQIA plus community um, who may not be of their gender of origin that they were assigned to at birth. And then we have the brown and the black that have been added to remind us about racism and that brown people and black people and all colored people of the world sometimes fall into places where people don't treat them nicely just because of the color of their skin. Not very cool, right? No, no, definitely not. So. What I was going to do today is, in this preparation that the lovely, amazing, fabulous Affirm Committee did, they were able to, they came across this little, little thing about what each color can represent, okay? So when I say, for example, red is for life, I'll go like this, you're gonna repeat that right after me, okay? And like, big voices, nothing wussy, or nobody gets pie, okay? All right, red is for life. Red is for life. We believe life is given by God and that God gives it in abundance. Orange is for healing. 
Many 2SLLGBTQ plus folks have been hurt by family who don't understand their sexuality or gender, by a world that often rejects folks who are different, and by the church who has a history of rejecting these children of God. But we also believe that God offers healing. Yellow is for sunlight. Yellow is for sunlight. We believe that God intended for all of her children to live out in the open, to not to not need to hide away who they are. Green is for nature. Green is for nature. We believe God does not make mistakes, that she formed each of us with care, that she shaped our different sexualities and genders and loves us as she made us. Blue is for serenity. Blue is for serenity. We believe that peace can be found in God, in knowing that we are children of God, in knowing God made us and loves us just as we are. Purple is for spirit. Purple is for spirit. A spirit that connects all of us, a spirit that helps us survive and thrive, a spirit that binds the human family together in love. We give thanks for this beautiful rainbow. We give thanks. We give for God's love. Thanks for God's love and caring and creating each of us. We give thanks that humanity is as diverse as there are colors in this world. We give thanks knowing when God made us, she said, wow, this is good. So on the count of three, from the tips of your toes, I want to hear you shout but not scream because we don't want to break the glass. Thank you, God. Ready? One, two, three. Thank you, God. Ooh, I think we can do a little better, yes? Yeah, one more time, you think? Maybe we should stand? Okay, let's stand. Because then we can take a bigger breath that way, right? All right. Ready? One, two, three. Thank you, God. Perfection. All right, you may scurry on out. Thank you for coming forward. And please be seated. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and then I'll just get you to stand back up because we're going to sing a song. <laughs> uh, to please join me in singing, and if the choir could help out too, please, and draw the circle wide. Four voices, number 145, and the words will be on the screen as well, too. conversation with uh, Reverend Michael Blair about the United Church's Minute for Mission and then after I'll invite George Blanchard to come up to do the scripture reading. So we can have the video from Michael Blair. That'd be great. Gender and sexuality are gifts of God and the United Church welcomes people of all sexual orientations and gender identities. As a church we envision a future where everyone belongs. 
I'm talking to Michael Blair, the General Secretary of the United Church of Canada, about how Mission and Service embraces people of all sexual orientations. Michael, it's really good to be with you. It's good to be with you. I wanted to start by uh, getting a sense of the global and current issues that are facing uh, sexual and gender minorities at this time. In many countries, there are legal obstacles, even at the risk of being put to death or uh, imprisoned if one is caught in, in a relationship that is not sanctioned by the states. One of our partners in Kenya has um, advocated strongly for the rights, human rights of um, sexual minorities and that has caused um, him to be in jail, uh, caused him to risk his life uh, to be able to do that and you know we need to be partnering and supporting him in the work that he's doing uh, towards kind of transformation. The mission and service uh, of the, the United Church enables um, the church to partner with people who are struggling for wholeness fullness of life and uh, we are about to hold a consultation in Asia hosted in, in the Philippines to bring uh, Asian theologians, some Canadian uh, uh, folks uh, together to kind of think through again how might the church be a place for liberation in the life of those communities and, and that all happens because of the generosity of folks who contribute to the Mission Service Fund. Your gift for Mission and Service will help create spaces of welcome for healing, learning and liberation. And while George is coming up there to, to do the scripture reading, I just want to mention that that is just a, a sample of the conversation. So if you all want to, you can go to the United Church of Canada's YouTube channel, find the full, that was a, about a three minute portion of a 12 minute conversation with Michael Blair on that topic. So you're more than welcome to seek that out. Uh, and we'll have it on our, I'll put it on our Facebook page as well too for those at home later today so you can see it. All right, thank you, George. Good morning, everybody. I'm not doing uh, my Roy Orbison imitation or Stevie Wonder, as I was referred to. Um, these glasses are prescription. My other ones that I can read with are at home. So that's, that's the story behind that one. Anyway, uh, Psalm 16, the voice adapted for gender-neutral language. Protect me, God, for the only safety I know is found in the moments I seek you. I told, I told you, eternal one, you are my Lord. For the only good I know in this world is found in you alone. The beauty of faith-filled people encompasses me. They are true, and my heart is thrilled beyond measure. All the while, the despair of many who abandoned your goodness for the empty promises of false gods increases day by day. I refuse to pour out blood offerings to utter their names from my lips. You, eternal one, are my sustenance and my life-giving cup. In that cup you hold my future and my eternal riches. My home is surrounded by beauty. You have gifted me in abundance 
and a rich legacy. I will bless the Eternal, whose wise teaching orchestrates my days and centers my mind at night. The Eternal is never present with me at all times. They, they go before me. I will not live in fear or abandon my calling because they stand at my right hand. This is a good life. My heart is glad. My soul is full of joy. And my body is at rest. Who could want for more? You will not abandon me to experience death and the grave or leave me to rot alone. Instead, you direct me on the path that leads to a beautiful life as I walk with you. The pleasures are never ending, and I know true joy and contentment. And the last part comes from the New Revised Standard Vision Updated Edition. Only live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent and hear about you, I will know that you are standing firm in one spirit, striving side by side with one mind for the faith of the gospel and in no way frightened by those opposing you. For them, this is evidence of their destruction, but of your salvation. And this is God's doing. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, George. All right, now I'll invite Pastor Jen up to... Pass the <laughs> to deliver our message. Did you? Are you going to be here, there? Where did you want to be? Um, okay. I'll see how the other people live. <laughs> Ooh, I kind of like it over here. Well, good morning. Good morning. Uh, first, before we get started, I just thought maybe we could just take a moment to give like a little round of applause to the Affirm Committee for an amazing service so far. <laughs> could also give a round of applause for all the pie makers and the ice cream bringers. Amazing. So as I was thinking about what to talk about today, in my Lenten series, it would have been giving up expectations. So I thought, well, maybe I could abandon that, but I think it's important to talk about it a little bit. So there were two passages, two lines from the scripture passages this morning that really spoke to me. Psalm 16, the first line, you eternal one, you are my Lord, for the only good I know in this world is found in you alone. And then in Philippians chapter 1, verse 27, coincidentally, the first line of the scripture as well, only live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Pretty, pretty simple, if you think about it in words. Very difficult in execution, though. Wouldn't it be kind of cool if we could just live out those parts of scripture that we heard today? Just those two parts, that's it. Giving up any expectation that we have about our life and just solely putting our trust in God. Or maybe giving up any expectation that society has about people in life that we tend to adopt and just living our life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ which all comes from love. As I was preparing for today as well, Adam was very kind in giving me some, some little notes about 
um, Pi Day and the Affirm Committee and, and some thoughts, and I thought I would take part of it because I really liked how it says that this year is the year of intention. But being intentional is hard work. It invites us to deep self-reflection. And if you're in my Lenten study group, we did some deep self-reflection this past week. We had to turn inward and do some self-examination and see what was going on in our hearts and our minds and our souls. It also invites us to hear criticism from our friends and neighbors and to stand firm when others might challenge our commitment to God's justice. I know I've said this before, but as Christians, we are set apart. So we're not set above, we're not set below, we are set apart. We are still on the equal level of everyone else in the world. And by being set apart, we need to give up any expectations that society tries to project on us, that maybe other religious groups might try to project on us because of their own belief system. And we need to just focus on living a life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, which is love. So intention is not something we can turn on and off. Instead, it is a spiritual practice to cultivate in our lives. Any yogis in the crowd? I'm going to put like a half because I was like, anybody do yoga? So one thing that I always struggled with in yoga was setting an intention for the practice. I was more concerned about maybe not falling over, maybe not like pulling a muscle, um, making it all the way to Shavasana where that's my favorite pose. I just get to lay down and ah, it's lovely. But being, making an intention is something that is intentional, something you have to think about. So when I'm interacting with people who I may be not familiar with, I may have to take a moment and be intentional to show these people that they are loved. Even though I don't know anything about them, even though they may seem different from me or be different from me, I mean, we're all different from each other anyways, but set my intention to live my life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. So to come from a place of love. If you look up intentional, so for Pi, it's public, intentional, explicit. If you look this up on the website, it defines, they define intentional as putting thought and resources into action. Many people in groups, the church included, assume that gender and sexual diversity are now fully accepted, so special efforts are no longer needed. If only that was the way, right? This sadly isn't true. Society has come a long way, but there is a long way to go, and churches have inherited centuries of transphobic and homophobic oppression carried out in the name of, the God, of God, the gospel. Living into pie, public, intentional, explicit, means investing time into planning, programming, and utilizing resources and growth opportunities. Affirming people in churches are still a minority, and that minority needs to express radical love with intention, just like Jesus. Jesus was a rebel, 
the love that Jesus showed was radical. Jesus never said, come to me only if you check these boxes. Come to me only if you think this. Come to me only if you date this type of person. Come to me only if you look like this. Jesus never said that. Jesus is the example of radical love. Jesus was a rebel, and we are called to be rebels as well. And being a rebel with intention, coming from a place of love, is important as we navigate and we are set apart in this world. Now, what being a rebel might look like for you may not look the same for me or somebody else. A rebel doesn't necessarily mean that we're like flipping tables over and we're, you know, going to like take on the government or anything like that. There's different ways to be a rebel. Sometimes we need to get loud and unite our voices together when we see people that we love and are care and care for being treated unfairly for various reasons. Sometimes we need to collectively stand up. Sometimes we singly stand up. And sometimes we quietly stand up in our homes through prayer and ask God to help us. In honor of Pi Day and setting an intention, which I would encourage each of you to do in your lives, and if you set the intention to live in the way of Jesus, what specifically does that look like for you right now? Does it mean that you need more action in your life? Does it mean that you need to be more mindful of your words and have them come from a place of love? Does it mean that maybe you need to do some healing on the inside because you've been hurt for whatever reason throughout your life and that hurt colors how you interact with people? So today, I would like to make a public intentional explicit statement. So if someone is napping near you, give them a little nudge. Or if you're busy thinking about all of the pie you're going to consume after church, I get it, but just hold on. Or maybe you're thinking about the groceries that you need to do later, or if you put the garage door. But I want you to sit up, please, and listen to this. I, Jennifer Marie Brown, am a Caucasian, cisgender, heterosexual female pastor who is a proud ally of the 2SLGBTQIA plus community. Using the love in my heart and the power of the loving, accepting, compassionate, caring God of my understanding, I make the following promises to you. I promise to love each and every one of you just as you are. I promise that I am a safe, confidential, non-judgmental space for you to turn to. I promise that I will continue to educate myself. I promise I will use my privilege and my voice to advocate, educate, and support. I promise I will continue to pray for God's help and direction to continue to shape my ministry as much like Jesus's as it can be. 
And if you don't remember anything else from what I just said, please remember this. I promise to love each and every one of you just as you are. May it be so. Amen. We have so much to be grateful for, to be thankful for. We are so, so blessed. I wonder, are any of you uh, starting to play with this uh, counting your blessings, uh, sharing the wealth that the uh, stewardship team has invited us to participate in? Uh, are you having some fun with it? Uh, are you um, inventorying your stuff? You know, your tangible material things. Uh, um, well, they've only given us a short list, too, of that. But how shocking it is when, when you start to look at it. Can you believe it? What a surprise. You know, 500 books. Not all of them theological. <laughs> 200 CDs, good grief, you know, there are three computers, 18 coats, Don't, my coats, not counting jeans, 18. I have coats for every season, I've got coats for rain, you know, snow, I've got coats for working in the garden. I've got coats for every mood, you know. <laughs> 18. <laughs> I don't know whether to feel guilty. I certainly feel blessed. Uh, the only things I couldn't, I, I had to exclude, were a hot tub um, and a cottage like we sold that one years ago, um, and traveling outside of Canada, we just can't can't travel. Period with with Jean's health health concerns, and so I was thinking, you know, how how blessed we are materially, uh, if uh, those of us who are able to accept this stewardship invitation, I suggest that this uh, wonderful congregation could be on a fairly solid foundation for a good way into the year. Uh, yes, but, but material blessings are one. That's part of it, a small part. You know, we have so many other blessings that we need to count. Uh, and, uh, you know, if we could only say one thing in our life each day, thank you, as the saying goes, that would be sufficient. Well, with joyful hearts, I hope, with generous spirits, each week we symbolize our partnership with God as we present our offerings, as we do at this time.
fifty offerings will be received. <laughs> Generous God, we are profoundly grateful for all the gifts that you have given to us, spiritual, material, all that comprises the goodness of our lives. And we return it to you asking that we, ourselves, our personal gifts, our gifts as a congregation, the ministries of this church may be blessed so that they spill out into the world with your deep and profound love. Amen. May it be so. Doug, just before we get into the hymn, I just wanted to say that your words were on par. And if anyone else in the congregation would like to join PAR, instead of bringing the offering forward, you're more than welcome to do that. <laughs> you're welcome, stewardship. <laughs> My love colors outside the lines. More voices, 138, and projected. Just before the prayer, if I could just make a, a personal little comment or note. Um, this week on March the 5th, uh, on Facebook, uh, Kelly Wright, Leslie Rowe Wright uh, posted uh, a word uh, concerning uh, the hospitality, the generosity, the daring that this congregation had. Uh, Carla Wilkes and I uh, performed the first same-gendered wedding in this sanctuary in the Grey Bruce region. That was on March the 5th, 2004, did I say that? And uh, they posted again their thanks to this congregation, to uh, Carla and I, as we, uh, as they celebrated their 18th wedding anniversary. We began this journey as a very timid folk, 
we had to learn a lot. It's been a long, long journey of exploration, of opening up our hearts, our souls, our spirits. We're on a journey, friends. I hope we continue it well as we move ahead. I have some photos here of one of the most memorable weddings that I've ever participated in in over 50 years of ministry in this wonderful church. Let us pray. And yes, there is a response, uh, and it's there. When, when I say living and loving God, then this is the response in the prayer. May our mouths and hands be tools of justice. Please join me in prayer. Parent, teacher, and spirit, we pray for those harmed by bad theology, carelessly spouted from pulpits, pews, and around dinner tables. We know that these ideas hurt and kill. Protect your children, surround them with a phalanx of strength and compassion. Raise up a community around them, our community, who will shield them under our wing. Living and loving God, may our mouths and hands be tools of justice. We pray for those turned away from their homes because of who they are, who they love, or the ways they express their authentic selves. Open up new homes and communities for them where they are fully accepted. Draw them to you in the warm glow of your loving heart. Raise up new dwelling place for them, our community, who will welcome and embrace them as one of our own. Living and loving God, may our lives and hands be tools of justice. We pray for those searching for the true self and purpose in a confusing world. Allow the person you created them to be break through the noise and competition, allowing them to live fully into their intended self. Manifest in them your spirit of confidence and creation. Raise up a mirror for them, our community, where they can see their wondrous self reflected. Living and loving God, May our mouths and hands be tools of justice. Transform us, creating and recreating spirit in your ever-divine image, an image expressed in the diversity of the created world. Allow us not to be held back by past versions of ourselves, but find liberation in the unfolding of our lives while growing in us compassion and understanding for who we once were. Help us to honor our past, present, and future selves, living and loving God. May our mouths and hands be tools of justice. Reveal your radical kingdom, not just a little more each day, but in great sweeps of justice and mercy, opening up new paths in front of us, strengthening our weary limbs when we feel run down. 
We want to see your dream for our world revealed in our lifetime. Your kingdom come and will be done. We want to be part of your great working of love. Living and loving God, may our mouths and hearts be full tools of justice. We also name specific concerns and joys from our community now, either silently or aloud. We pray that our church may be a beacon of light and love that continue to expand its reach into the community. Living and loving God, may our mouths and hands be tools of justice. May it be so. And all the people say together, Amen. Everyone belongs. There's a song on the screen. Too. There's like one more song and I'm holding you up before pie, but I just want to say thank you to everybody for all your kind words today. Pastor Jen, Reverend Kaufman, my committee for the Affirm Committee, myself, Sue Cougar, 
Ka uh, Kathy Keiko, Catherine Dankel, which is, who's already gone downstairs <laughs> to help me with the pies, and Lynn McDougall, who couldn't be here today as well, too. And Doug Kaufman is on our committee as well, too, so thank you. And thank you to the choir for that lovely song. And thank you to everybody else, Jerry and uh, Gertie, for the ushering, and uh, Robert, who actually did the PowerPoint from back here, if you don't know. <laughs> thank you, Robert, and Marilyn for the assistance, too. And Don Blanchard on the streaming, and Bill Wilson doing the camera. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for coming. I think we had a wonderful service. And ascending blessing. Go now, child of God, a few steps further on this path, ready, willing, equipped, and never alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. And just before we play one last song, which is just a video to watch, just a reminder, you are all invited to stay and have coffee, juice, and pie in the CE Hall with ice cream. And those at home, have your coffee and juice and pie right now. <laughs> uh, for being here today, and I, I forgot one person. There's always one person. Larry, thank you for doing the audio as well, too. Nobody would be able to hear me without you over there. <laughs> thank you. And again, please join us down in the CE Hall at the earliest convenience. There is pie already sliced and ready to go.